You're listening to KCOU Columbia, 88.1. Now in the street there is violence, and none allowed to solve the work to be done. Attention, everybody stop what you're doing. It's time for KCOU, The Unwritten Rule, a comedic sports show from the heart of Missouri, alongside Peyton Haverman and Kenny Van Doren. Here is your host, Jack Knowlton. Well, 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 another week, another week without our host, Jack Knowlton. We are at KCOU, The Unwritten Rule, as the man with the nice voice said. Um, we're going to go kind of quick here to start it off, but before with Peyton Haverman, as usual, Manning Mike 2, and then Luke Magnanti filling in in my seat, because um, I'm in Jack's seat, son of Mike Magnanti, baseball player. Switch to, switch to Mike 3. Mike, as soon as Kenny turns it on. There yeah, it is. There you go. Everyone can hear Peyton now. Yeah. Um, welcome to KCU, The Unwritten Rule. It's currently 3.01 Central Standard Time here in Columbia, Missouri. But uh, a lot to talk about. Yeah, we got a lot to talk about. We're going to jump into some NFL free agency to start off. We're going to get into some quick hits. Should probably start with what just broke. Yeah, what just broke. And then uh, get into the March Madness bracket with what games are left. So mm-hmm. uh, let's hit it off. Deshaun Watson's going to be a Cleveland Brown. Yes. Yeah. Kenny. You're the Texans fan. How happy are you that he's gone? I'm just happy that they found someone to take him. Like, I know that mm-hmm. a lot of people want Deshaun Watson. I don't think they want the baggage that comes with Deshaun Watson. I think it's good they, they finally found a team to take him. Um, I Did you see the, is the return up yet? The return is apparently, I've seen two reports, one both from report like reputable people, um, Albert Breer said it's three firsts and two other picks. Tom Pelissero said it's three first round picks and at least, at least, so maybe more, at least two other assets. So it could be players, could be just picks. Either way, that's absolutely huge for the Texans. I don't think any player in NFL history has been traded for more than two first rounders. Um, so Nick Casario um, pulled it off a, again. Yeah, he pulled it off. That's what happens when you have the Patriots front office as your own front office. Mm-hmm. Um, but, you know, just looking at that team now, they have a bunch of first-round picks. If they do have those three, they'll have multiple for 2022. Um, why not trade? 
Why not trade that number three pick away? You're not going to get better next season. You know, there's a question mark at every single position on that team. You need a lot yeah. of players. It says um, need. It says all. All players, all positions. Mm-hmm. So I mean, why not trade back at more first-round picks? You know, you're not going to win next year. Yeah. I mean, you're in a great opportunity if teams really like Malik Willis as much as they have after the combine to say, we, we want to trade back. Get As opposed to getting a guy like Kayvon Thibodeau who... Yeah, it could help now, like J.J. Watt did when, when he was drafted to the Texans. But you don't have the pieces around like you did back then to potentially push for playoffs. So I like trading back and mm-hmm. getting rid of Watts and getting as much uh, draft capital young players as you can. It's crazy like how different this team is from 2019 when they mm-hmm. were like two quarters away from making it to the AFC Championship. Um, probably so, the Super Bowl. Probably the Super Bowl. They could have beaten the Titans. Um, but just looking at that team now is just incredible. Different coach, two different coaches since then. Different GM, different GM, totally different front office. Um, but but Brandon Cooks remains. Yeah. Yes. Future say, future Packer Brandon Cooks. Oh God, please no! I am a fan of how the Texans have kind of began to rebuild this thing. They were a laughing stock, and rightfully so, for a good while. But at the end of the day, they did get a good GM in Nick Casario, and they now have a lot. To build with, and I mean, now the number three pick, you trade down, you get more picks. There is the potential for this to be a pretty quick turnaround um, if they can hit on at least some of these picks. Um, I think the best idea is to not even trade the pick right now. Um, I don't know who the Texans guy is. I feel like any of those guys in the top five picks could be someone they want. Kyle Hamilton. if I had to guess, it depends on who's yeah. there. I yeah. mean, well, say say that the two guys that they really want go one and two, mm-hmm. and then they're like, you know, we'll have a trade set up with, like, say, I don't know, I'm not going to say the 49ers. Cause two, they, I would they say one of those teams with uh, with like the two picks, like two first rounders, yeah. like a Giants or yeah, someone like that. Yeah. Giants move even more up. Yeah, give I up mean, their two first. I definitely like Aiden Hutchinson will go top two. One of the tackles I think will go top two. Um, it, it all depends. Uh, there's going to be no short of, of options for Nick Casario and the rest of that team. So we'll have to see. Yeah, and uh, I just I guess staying off the NFL free agency, uh, MLB free agency opened up once the lockout ended last week. Um, some big moves. Chris Bryant's a Rocky. Mm-hmm. Uh, Anthony Rizzo is a Yankee again. And... Yeah. Let me think of one more. Freddie oh, Kyle Freeman. Schwarber is a Philly. Kyle those are the Schwarber's only three. That, those are the only three big ones I can name. Just because they're former Freddie Cubs. Freddie Freeman. Uh, you just named former. Cubs. I was just naming former yeah. Cubs. You're a troll. Um, yeah, but we still don't know where Carlos Correa is going. Uh, it's probably between Baltimore and Houston at the moment. I have no, no idea. It's that Baltimore report makes. It doesn't make sense at all. I can't see Baltimore. They, um, yeah, they have great prospects. But in why theory, would you there's go there? still it's, teams that make sense. I, I guess for the him. argument is. It's the Padres when they got like getting Hosmer. You get a big name, and then you get your prospects to come up, and maybe another guy, and hope that you succeed. I think it's more of the when they got Machado. That's when the too. Padres got yeah. Machado. Well, did they get Machado or Hosmer? For, did they get Machado first? They got Hosmer first. They got Hosmer first. Yeah, yeah. like they got Hosmer right after. I mean, I mean, it, the comp for the players more, yeah. more Machado. Yeah, but. definitely with the the years he'll get and the money, but. I don't know. I think I think Houston makes the most sense. I think he's going to be an Astro at the end of the day. I don't know when. Uh, you know, I bet everyone has a pre-written article for if he's going to make it or he's going to re-sign or if he's not. So mm-hmm. um, it'll be interesting to see where he actually lands and when it happens. Uh, first game of spring training was yesterday. First Astros game was today. Uh, no idea what's going to happen there. 
Um, but any other free agency talks you guys want to jump into? Um, I don't know. Uh, it's been. It, I hope we never ever have MLB and NFL free agency at the same time again. Because while it does make for really really exciting days, it's just too much to keep track of. Mm. Um, it's gonna and it's gonna lead to a lot of downtime. Like I didn't even know Jake Diekman was a Red Sox. Yeah, that was that, that kind of flew under the radar um, for me. There's my, a lot. My teams are doing nothing. And I don't they got like Jake Diekman. Rangers are doing a lot. Jake um, Diekman, okay. The Cubs. I've been very happy with the Cubs offseason. Um, Nelson Cruz is a national for whatever reason. When we thought he was going to retire. Yeah, and I still there's still a lot to sort through. Like you said, oh, yeah. Correa. Um, I'd have to think the Padres are certainly trading Hosmer now. Because um, they just got Fluke Voigt. They got Fluke Voigt. Former uh, St. Louis Cardinal. Correct. Um, so we'll have to see what happens there. Um, but, yeah, there's still a lot to go in both NFL and MLB free agency. And there's the NFL draft coming up. So That'll be a fun one. Mm-hmm. The only thing I don't like about the NFL draft this year is that we don't know a consensus number one pick. Well, we do know one person that will absolutely go in the top two is yeah. Aiden Hutchinson, and that's about it. Uh, there's been a lot more doubt casts about whether or not uh, Evan Neal will actually be number one or not because of what the Jaguars did in free agency, but we'll have to see. That's another thing. Yeah, we should we should talk about that. The Jaguars have spent the most money in the last 10 years mm-hmm. of and any they NFL team. still lose a lot. They've made one postseason. Yeah, and I yeah, get. I think one. I think one in the last ten years. Yeah, like a lot of times, in or all, almost every time in free agency, players are going to get paid what they probably should. Um, but there is overpaying a bit to get a good player, and then there is doing what the Jaguars are doing. I mean, they their deals have been so bad that there have been reports coming out that the rest of the NFL market is just disregarding the deals they've been giving out <laughs> and offering players what they should be getting. That, that is I how saw, you know it's been a bit ridiculous. I saw a graph of mm-hmm. wins to money spent. Was that Forbes that did that? I think so. And like it was the more money you spent, the less wins like on average, but where the Jags are outlier. the Jags are way above where the, for the amount of money they spent the projected wins it's way lower. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. The le- spending in free agency, um, like just big in free agency, is not typically the smart way to do it. You should mainly look for bargain deals, stuff, just fill in some gaps. But also, the final trade, according to Adam Schefter, is Watson for three firsts, a third, and a fifth. No players? No players. It oh, like. that's. Well, at the same time. They also, the Browns slapped a fully guaranteed $230 million extension on top of it. And the Texans got three first, which I believe is the first time in history that's ever happened for a player. Where's Baker going to go? Colts? Colts, Seahawks. Um, We'll have to see. Oh, my gosh. That locker room will be bumping. Send him to Miami. (laughs) I doubt that happens. But, yeah, that's a lot of moving parts. And at the end of the day, the Texans got three firsts for a player that never wanted to play for them again. So, yeah. uh, Well, that's you know our quick 10 minutes of NFL and MLB free agency. We're going to kick it to a quick break, uh, come back. We're going to do some quick hits, uh, bring in our guest, Nick Dalheim, 
And we have the Jersey of the Week coming up. It's a special one. So uh, 3.10 local time. Uh, we'll be right back. If you love them enough to turn off your music and pretend like their music is your music. Ah, uh, this is Mommy's Jam. Then surely you'll check NHTSA.gov slash the right seat to make sure they're in the right car seat. Let's play it again. Check today at NHTSA.gov slash the right seat. Brought to you by the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration and the Act Council. Everyone has their favorite bench player. Well, yours can be too. Starting Left Bench is a sports variety talk show with your two new favorite bench warmers. Join Justin Bear and Peyton Heverman as they discuss almost anything and everything in the sports world and some things outside of it. Join us on the bench Mondays at 3 p.m. on KCOU 88.1 FM to hear some goofiness and talk that you would hear from your favorite bench warmers. Starting left bench for those not good enough to go pro. We're excited for you to join us on the bench and we'll see you there. Indoor baseball, anyone? Most party fouls are pretty dumb, but if you decide to drink and drive underage, you could lose your license and your freedom. Learn more at ultimatepartyfoul.org. Brought to you by the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration and the Ad Council. Play. Play. Yeah. Kane is in the building. This show does go on to quick hits on KCOU, The Unwritten Rule, 88.1 FM in Columbia. Welcome back. Uh, we're going to welcome in our guest really quickly. Uh, Nick Dalheim, can you hear us? One second. We love our audio jack here in the studio. <laughs> Nick, can you hear us? It still doesn't work. Okay. One second. That's the best part. Uh, but we'll see if it Nick, works can you hear this us? time. Yeah, we can hear you. It's just coming through the phone. Uh, One second. Let's try this one more time. Sorry about the noise. Nick? Oh! Is it because you have that one button pressed on the phone? I don't know. Here's Nick. This is so sick. Yeah, we can hear you, Nick. We just can't hear you through the... We can hear through the phone. Here's Nick. Anyways, um... What is wrong with this? The difficulties of KCOU. We love our we station. Love Nick, can you hear us? You might just have to try on the computer, like a Zoom. All right, uh, Peyton, can the you show uh, goes on? Can, am you I right, it, can you do the show goes on um, with your quick hits? Nick, so, I'm going to call you right back. Luke, here's what uh, we're going to talk about first. Yes, Peyton? Huh? The Jersey of the Week. Yes, sir. Hosted by yours truly, Luke yes. Magnanti. I was told at the beginning of the week I had the Jersey of the Week this week. West Coast so, Milton. Explain it. It All looks right. very cool. This jersey that I am wearing, number 17. Yes. For one, Brett Hundley. This is a 2000. Oh. I'm wearing a 2013. Mm-hmm. It's called, I think it was the like the LA Night Alternate. <laughs> I think it was called like the LA Knight or something like that. Oh. Alternate jersey. It's a black uniform, not typical for UCLA. Blue and gold letters. The football blue and gold because they wear, because the basketball team wears yellow. Mm-hmm. Blue and yellow. Right. Blue and gold alternate. 
I'm pretty sure my brother bought this one because I was like in seventh grade and I've grown since then. So I'm pretty yeah. sure this is the one that my brother bought, not the one that I bought. But but it's a fire it's jersey. Pretty good. Yeah. If only you guys could see this. I mean, it it's, is a pretty jersey. It's underrated. It's. Um, I think there was a stretch of three years with Adidas that they had alternate jerseys. The one mm-hmm. in NCAA 14 where it's like blue on blue isn't as great. Yeah. There's this one that's really good. And then it was our LA Steel ones, which were gray. Mm-hmm. They were, I'll pull it up for you, Payton, so you can see it. They were fi. They were fi. Yeah. Um, Brett Hundley wore 17. Yeah. That's kind of nasty. Yeah. That's not a great QB. Uh, ro- uh, um, here we go, Payton. He's a longtime Packers. All right, we're going to try this one more time. Nick, can you hear us? Oh, that is nice. And in, per- in person? Oh, my God. Okay. Uh, it's not working well, but uh, Nick, can you hear us? Yeah, I can hear you. Can you hear that? Yeah. I mean, sort of. It's not working out. It's not perfect, to, but, but yeah. Uh, we're having issues with our aux today, so we're just going to have to do this straight to the phone. Thank um, you, Casey. you. I guess um, I guess we broke it after Cup of Bro. Probably. Uh, so I guess we're in the quick kits. You heard about Luke's jersey, but uh, I'm going to ask all of you guys to leave the document real quick. Yeah. I'm off it. Off it. All right, Peyton, don't look at my computer. Okay, Nick, you can do this as well if you know it. It's our spelling bee, but uh, we're going to start it off. First guy is uh, uh, Oche, uh, Oche, Oche Abaji. Oche, yeah, Abaji. This from guy, Kansas. This guy went to Oak Park, which is just 20 minutes from my home. Can you spell it, Peyton? Ochai, O-C-H-A-I. Agbaji, A-G-B-A-J-I. Correct. Yeah. That one, uh, that one I knew. Mm-hmm. Next one is from Miami. Oh, uh, I have no. Wooga Poplar. <laughs> you started off with such a lob, and then you go to this? Yeah. Wooga. 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 Can I have it in a sentence, please? What'd you say? Can I have it in a sentence, please? Uh, Wooga Poplar dumped. That doesn't help. Okay. That, that's, that helps. Wooga. Wooga Poplar goes Wooga. to Miami? Country of origin? <laughs> Let's... Miami. Let's try. Uh, let's try W. Yeah. U. No. Uh, o. Yeah. W O. O. Yeah. W O O. G A. Yep. Wooga. What is the last name? Poplar. 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 Yeah. P O P L A R. Correct. Uh, I, was the, I was between W O O and W U. Yeah. It was uh, one of those two. Jacksonville State. Juwan Purdue. Jawan Purdue. Juwan. J. Yep. Juwan. U. Yeah. W. Yep. A. Yep. N. Yep. Purdue. Purdue. P E R. Yep. D U E. Yes. Yeah. Aiden is three for three. This is the first time ever. Jawan Purdue. Uh, the last one is a Delaware basketball player, Gianmarco Arletti. Jean we were Marco. just watching Delaware Gianmarco Arletti. Yeah. Arletti. G. A I E I I no, I, 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 I I yeah, yeah sorry G I G I A yep N yep. Jean Marco yeah M A R C O yeah Jean Marco Aletti Arletti Arletti so A R yep L yeah this is where it gets difficult R A R L E yeah T T I. That's correct. Yeah. Peyton is the first time ever going. I don't know. I four think for four. I think you could have found some. Uh, I think there's some more sleeper names in there. Like who? I don't know. I didn't look at the list. 
I think I think it I should be noted. I was so close to having two L's in there, no. but I did not do it. Uh, so the best beat of the week is Kansas in the Final Four plus two fifty. You like it? No, actually, you don't like it? I think that's an awful bet. But James um, told me it was a good one. James is James uh, is wrong. He's re- all right. He's changed his ways. <laughs> Here is why I don't like that. One, Kansas fraud. Um, they could very well. Not, they're not going to lose to. Um, you know what? They're probably going to make. It I I like the bet now. Yeah, now, now after yesterday, Iowa I like it now. is out. I'm probably with you there. Which um, is depressing. Dirty bird of the week. Uh, it's going to be whatever NCA bird team loses. I didn't really look at the bracket today. So wow, um, what bird team? Delaware. Delaware's a bird team. Delaware lost, so they're uh, the dirty ja- bird. Jacksonville State. Jacksonville State. Another bird. Um, the Auburn Falcons lost. had a chance here, and they bottled it. Um, so let's look at any others. The Chattanooga Mocs could be on this list later. Um, the Hawkeyes from yesterday. Yeah, that's a big one. Um, I think that's the clean bird of the week, though. St. Peter's Peacocks. Oh, My yeah. goodness, how we about love them? Peacock. Uh, yeah. <laughs> um, best thing that we learned this week: uh, MU football has its spring game tomorrow. It's free to the public. Um, a lot of amenities for the students. A lot of activities they can do: signatures, chicken uh, contests. Those are the three things. Nice. Uh, best thing you learned this week, Baden. Um, the best thing I learned this week, St. Louis had the base, their baseball program, uh, has four former Mizzou players on it. Uh, four Mizzou players that were on the team last year. And if you remember Mizzou baseball last year, it was probably the worst power five team ever. Mm -hmm. Um, so that would probably explain why they gave up 18 runs and lost 18 to six on, um, Tuesday. And the four that were there, who were they? Cameron Swanger, Alex Peterson, Ben Pfeiffer, however you say it. Pfeiffer? Pfeiffer. Ben Pfeiffer? No, it's not Pfeiffer. It's Pfeiffer or something. And Mark Veerling. They all sucked. They're all on SLU, who now sucks. Um, And that is that. Um, Jack isn't here to do his best thing of the week, so Payton's going to have to play it into the mic. (sighs) Let's see here. Doesn't work. Uh, before that, uh, Luke, give us yours. Uh, brackets are meant to be broken. As much as I want to try to get a perfect bracket, uh, year after year, someone just says no. Like in the first, I always I lose the first game. I think every year, the very first game. Nick, what is your best thing you learned this week? Uh, the OU Missouri football rivalry is called the Tiger Sooner Peace Pipe. OU League sixty seven twenty four. Largest victory, Oklahoma, 77 to 0. And I also like that um, your radio station's last two letters are OU. So. <laughs> I didn't even know there was a name for the rivalry. I didn't even know that was a rivalry. I just moved it up. I, I mean, some, sometimes they don't really say the name of the rivalry. Last time uh, OU came to Columbia, they lost. I mean, is that when we tore yeah, down the. They're uh... still in diapers. So. <laughs> I was not in diapers when I was ten. Is that when they tore down the? Uh, That's not true. Was that when they tore down the goalposts? Yeah, they they took it to downtown. Eleven years old, so it does it does count. Huh? Okay, well, we should put that on a T-shirt. No. Yeah. All right. Should I play Knowlton's? Yeah, I'll play Knowlton's real quick. All right. What's up, everybody? I'm sorry I'm out again uh, from the unwritten rule, but 
Spotify Surf Forum. We've got regional action tuning in here in Milwaukee, so I'll do some tweeting and all that stuff. But the thing I learned this week uh, is that UAB's uh, favorite food is jelly because Jelly Walker is going to cook Houston tonight at 8.20. Um, he is a absolutely crafty point guard. And, yeah, so their favorite food's jelly. Go Jelly Walker. And uh, everyone go enjoy on written. See ya. Thanks, Knowlton. And you know what, Knowlton? You're absolutely right. Jordan Walker, the transfer from Ole Miss, is an absolute walking bucket. Uh, he is going to absolutely torch the Cougars tonight. I'm not certain if they're going to win, but I know he will put up points. Yeah, he told me to ask you what is Jordan Walker's real name. But I forgot to. Je- so. You mean what Jelly Walker's? Jelly no, Walker? No, no, no. He said what is Jordan Walker's, and if he doesn't say Jelly, he's wrong. I see. Yeah. Well, it's Jordan. Uh, ratio of the week. Uh, Twitter support <laughs> got the ratio of the week. Uh, they tweeted that they changed the home screen from um, it was like just regular home tweets to home and latest with the little swipe feature. Mm-hmm. And this was on March 10th, but they retweeted it again. They had 5,000 quote tweets to 1,000 likes. Uh, they were being ratioed in the comments as well. So uh, just a big L for Twitter again. It just seems to be a reoccurring thing. Um, but that's the end of the Quick Kit segment. Uh, we didn't announce the phone number. I did tweet it. Did you tweet? Yeah. It? Are you sure? The phone number is 573. Did you tweet it? 557. Did you tweet it? 5134. Did you tweet it? Yeah, I tweeted it. So if you want to okay. text us, call us. Call Nick a name. Funny name. He's an Oklahoma fan. For so. breaking our aux cord. For breaking our aux cord and uh, making fun of the Mizzou Tigers, even though they own the Oklahoma Sooners. Yeah. Right, Nick? Nope. <laughs> I don't know. I, I heard you say that Mizzou had, like, what, 50 wins to 20 compared to— It was to 67 to 24. 67 to 24, and yeah. Mizzou, Mizzou had 67. And they won 77 to 0. Yeah. That's what I heard Mizzou did that. Yeah. 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 I think he read it wrong. Yeah. <laughs> It's actually opposite today, so Wikipedia is uh, flipped. It's off, yeah. Um, but, no, we're going to kick it to a quick break. Uh, when we come back, we're going to go heavily into the world of March Madness and finish up our bracket. Um, we'll be right back. Uh, local time, actually, 325. Enough to do anything for them. Mom, I need to be wiped. Coming. Including checking NHTSA.gov slash the right seat to make sure they're in the right car seat. Brought to you by the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration and the Act Council. My name's Chase Madison. And I'm Luke Magnanti. And we are Cup of Bro. A sports radio talk show right here on KCLU 88.1 FM. Join us at 11 a.m. on Fridays for some fun sports talk. Featuring our bro segment, where we talk about everything that happens off the field. And drink a little bit of coffee, too. So be sure to tune in to see what we got brewing up. A ranger station. I'd like to report a bear hug. Okay. I put out my campfire, and Smokey Bear hugged me. So you drowned the fire, you stirred it, drowned it again, and felt that it was cold? Uh-huh. Yeah, he's just letting you know you did good. Bear hug from Smokey Bear. Status update. I'm going to let you go now. There are many ways to start a fire, but one sure way to put it out. Learn how you can do your part at SmokeyBear.com. Sponsored by the U.S. Forest Service Ad Council and your state forester. This is how we do every day. If you love them enough to turn off your music and pretend like their music is your music. Ah, this is mommy's jam. 
then surely you'll check NHTSA.gov slash the right seat to make sure they're in the right car seat. Let's play it again. Check today at NHTSA.gov slash the right seat. Brought to you by the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration and the Act Council. Listen to Concerto, a wrestling show on KCOU with Cameron Payne and Hal Eastep as they break down and predict the greatest sport in the world. Listen on the internet stream of KCOU, Spotify, and Google Podcasts. A ranger station. I'd like to report a bear hug. Okay. I put out my campfire and Smokey Bear hugged me. So you drowned the fire, you stirred it, drowned it again, and felt that it was cold? Uh-huh. Yeah, but he's just letting you know you did good. Bear hug from Smokey Bear. Status update! I'm gonna let you go now. There are many ways to start a fire, but one sure way to put it out. Learn how you can do your part at SmokeyBear.com. Sponsored by the U.S. Forest Service Ad Council and your state forester. Welcome back to KCOU, The Unwritten Rule. Um, I'm Kenny Van Doren. Uh, Payton brought you in with a little bit of da-da-da-da. Uh, now he's doing his dance moves. Uh, it's 3.28 local time for the next 25 minutes. Uh, we're going to be doing more of the uh, bracket. Do you like my dancing, Kenny? Yeah, you're a pretty good dancer, my man. Thanks, my man. Yeah, I so appreciate it. I'm going to turn on the auxiliary cord. Sorry for technical difficulties. We're not supposed to talk about it, but we're going to talk about it. Hey, Payton, Payton. Uh, what are they going to do? The only way to the only way to make things change is to talk, right? Oh, uh, right. Nick, can yeah. you hear us? Yeah, can you hear me? Oh, yeah. Let's go! Let's go! I figured out what the issue was. So. Um, don't use. Boom! Don't use to KCOU all you KCOUers. Do not use the dongle. station supplied dongle. Use your own. <laughs> Anyways, let's get to the show. Yeah, so we're we're back. Uh, Nick's back. You can probably hear him a lot better than through my own mic. Um, but let's look at our bracket. Uh, Nick, I assume that you've done a few brackets. You said you didn't watch too much college basketball this year. I know uh, your Oklahoma Sooners weren't as good as our Missouri Tigers this year. Uh, that's that's a joke. Yeah, cause... Porter Moser, Moser sucks. Hey, <laughs> this guy's this team's NIT number one seed. So, oh, I forget about that. Thing. Ooh, the not in tournament. We didn't get any yeah. tournament. We don't. We Mizzou, didn't. De- we declined lost it politely. Its, there was no. There was no declining. Yeah. Uh, we we declined the one after the NIT. The CT, CTI. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Mizzou lost its four star. Fired its coach. Uh, what's next, right? Uh, looking at our own bracket, we made one big mistake. Uh, we had Kentucky in the final four. Uh, our final four is Texas Tech against Kentucky and Arizona against uh, Wisconsin. And we had Arizona over Texas Tech, eighty-four to seventy-one. Just to you know, make it a little bit different. Uh, looking around, we got Gonzaga right. We got the Memphis game right. Uh, we took UConn over New Mexico State. Uh, we did take Arkansas. Uh, we took Texas Tech. That was a good pick. Pretty easy one. Uh, games tonight, Michigan State, Davidson, and Duke against uh, Cal State Fullerton. And game going on right now is Alabama versus Notre Dame. I want to know if you guys still have... Fighting who, Irish. Who you guys are going to root for in these games? Or you guys are pulling for... Uh, at the moment, we have Alabama versus Tech and Michigan State versus Duke. 
Nick, you can go first. Uh, all right. I'm going to – I took Davidson, a little Steph Curry, Tony Magic. Me too. And Duke will – they won't go out for Coach K this early. Yeah, I definitely agree with that. I don't that, – that game, the ending that they had in their regular season – and uh, Coach K came out, and he, like, apologized to the fans, and he was like, you know, this isn't mm-hmm. over. Like, we cannot go out like this. Well, and then so. they got smacked in the, in the <laughs> yeah, ACC in championship. The ACC yeah, um, all due respect to the CSU Fullerton Titans. CSUF. They will not be the team that ends Coach K's career. <laughs> that is just not going to happen. Who do you have in Alabama against Notre Dame, Nick? Uh, I got Bama. Okay. I guess ACC is too strong. Yeah, that's what we have, too. Uh, do you have anything else different here, Luke? Uh, no. Yeah. I think... <clears throat> I think who, who did Notre Dame beat? Indiana? They beat Rutgers. Rutgers. I yeah, mean, like I think Rutgers had a better chance of beating Alabama than Notre Dame, but yeah. it depends on how Alabama plays. Rutgers has had some pretty... Uh, they had a stretch of four straight quad one wins, like, yeah, all on the road. Pretty good wins this year. Uh, looking at the East... Uh, we have we had Baylor, we had North Carolina, we had St. Mary's, we had UCLA. Yeah. We had Purdue. Uh-huh. I think we went perfect except for the Kentucky game. Yeah, we had Murray State. I think a lot of people can yeah. probably say that. But th- this one looked pretty chalk. And um, then there's just that giant 15 seed. And the giant, yeah, and then the Peacocks are going to play Murray State uh, and 319, which is Saturday. So looking at the games that are left, Virginia Tech and Texas, that's a toss-up. I know everyone's going opposite ways with that. But, Nick, what do you – Standing on Texas versus Virginia Tech this afternoon. Uh, I'm probably leaning Virginia Tech. Uh, you know, maybe it's a little biased for OU fan, but it's a very toss-up. Yeah, they're a, they're a hot team right now. They won the ACC championship. They're coming in as an 11 seed. Six 11 games. You know, those are fun. Uh, if you were Jim Beheim in this situation, you'd be an automatic lock, lock for the Elite Eight. Uh, issue is they're not. Didn't you go to the Sweet 16 last year only? Yeah, the C- Syracuse went to. The Sweet 16 last year, but yeah. as an 11 seed. Um, of course they did. Looking at the South, well, I guess, I guess we'll, we'll go deeper into these picks. Let's go back up to the West. Um, we have Gonzaga, Gonzaga, Arkansas moving on to the Elite Eight, yeah. as well as Texas Tech and Duke. Uh, any differences you guys want to point out here? Anything? I am not 100% on Gonzaga over Memphis. I think Memphis can give issues. It's tough. But that'd be that's one of the major ones I'm looking at. Yeah, they did not until about the final five minutes of that game did not play well against Georgia State at all. Um, so I could definitely see that. Nick. Yeah, I mean Gonzaga losing to St. Mary's a couple games ago. They're they're beatable. Um, you know, it, it's a tournament too. Number one seeds are not always you know getting to the end like everyone else. Everyone thinks they might. <clears throat> yeah, I agree with that. Um... I think the one thing about Gonzaga is that people are picking Gonzaga because it's the name. You know, it's the top overall yeah, seed. Top overall seeds, Gonzaga. You expect it. Expect them to make it every year. I don't think they. Have they ever won a national championship? No, no. they've made yeah. two of the last three championship games. They three won. of like the last five Final Fours, but they've never secured the the win. I haven't really watched much of the American this year. You know, outside of maybe a few U of H games here and there when I was at home. But I didn't realize Memphis was a tournament team. I've always just heard about the struggles within that program. So they turned it up after about January. After the Penny uh, bashing the media, they started to find a rhythm. Like the the young players Mm -hmm. found a rhythm, and they handled Houston twice in the regular season. And they just started getting enough quality wins that they're where they are. And that, that second game that's in the West right there is New Mexico State and Arkansas. And I think that could be an upset. 
I don't know. I, I, I've said if Arkansas gets through Vermont, no matter who they play in the second round, they'll be in the Sweet 16. I, I, was I still on the believe same. That. I've been on the same one. I also thought UConn was... I thought Sunogo was going to be way too much for New Mexico State, but yeah, proved me wrong. I didn't I had you, expect that. Sorry, go ahead. No, go ahead. That was all I was I had say. UConn going a little bit further, too. So New Mexico State looking good. It's very uh, different for a lot of those brackets. Perennial whack powerhouse. Yeah, I thought I thought UConn would make some more noise. Uh, I thought they would at least. I had some of them going in. My, I had some brackets. Uh, UConn slipping into the Sweet Sixteen. I had some. I think I had one slip into the Elite Eight. Yeah. So that it's just pretty interesting how that one sh- shook out. I think New Mexico State is also a team we see in the tournament a lot. A uh, team that you know should have beat Auburn a couple yeah, of years ago. And they keep it close with those those big Power Five schools. Uh, next one, <clears throat> Alabama and Texas Tech. Uh, this one, I we we took Tech for the unwritten rule. Um, I think I still think Tech is going to win this game. I think I I love Tech. I think Tech is a basketball school now. Like they they've really turned it around. Even after Chris Beard left this past year, yeah, they've just been a fun team to watch. They've been flat out better than Chris Beard's team. So defense carries. Whooped them twice. Defense mm-hmm. carries in March. Offense isn't always there. Defense is there. Their head coach now is their defensive guru from when Chris Beard was still on the staff. Mm-hmm. Um, I really like Texas Tech over Alabama. I do as well. I really do think Texas Tech should breeze to the uh, Elite Elite Eight eight there. Probably the Final Four. Nick, do you have Tech over Bama? I have Bama, but I I think I'm starting to lean toward what y'all are saying. You know, Tech's shown a lot of good stuff this year, especially against uh, some solid Big 12 uh, opponents. Yeah, and it, if, it's, Al- if Alabama goes out and plays their best basketball, that's they're yeah. winning this game. Like that's the thing. It, it comes down. It comes down to how does if Alabama plays their best, they win. If they don't play their best, they probably lose. Alabama has the capability to hang with anyone in the country. I mean, they beat Gonzaga in yeah. Seattle because of just their flat out offensive explosions. Sometimes that'll be. Um, what it is against Texas Tech. It'll be the clash of two completely different styles, really. Um, but there are also just stretches where Bama cannot score. Um, Losses to Missouri and Georgia. Mm-hmm. I mean, they they go on just seriously terrible droughts, and then they'll just explode for 20 points in about four minutes. It's just a tough team to get a read on, um, and I think it's going to ultimately doom them. And Nate Oates is a good coach. Um, and yeah. the thing about Alabama is that they can finish well, they can come back, uh, but they also have losses that just don't make any sense. Like I think you can say about any team, which team are we going to see that shows up? That that can be said about any team across any sport. But you know, Alabama's lost to Mizzou at home. Like that, that's that's just weird. If like you, I don't, that's the thing I don't I don't really want to pick Alabama here. That's what makes me pick Tech. Um, next game, Michigan State against Duke, or in Nick's case, would be Davidson against Duke. Um, I think no matter what, I'd take Duke moving on to the Sweet 16 here. We, we have it on ours, but that's what I would choose. Yeah. I agree. I don't think they, they don't make it past Sweet 16, but I think they can make it past this game. I, I wonder, like, you know, that Duke, Davidson, the North Carolina. That's field. what I was going to yeah, say. Yeah, you, you're from, you live there, Peyton. Mm-hmm. But um, I wonder how close, like, that, that game would be. And, like, if that, if that, like, a really close win just charges Duke. Like, they, yeah. that just pushes them to want to be in the Final Four even more for there Coach is, K's last year. Um, so everyone was pointing, like, oh, we could see a izzo Krzyzewski matchup um, in Coach K's final year. 
But there is a bit of like, um, a bit of a rivalry. Not just m- most North Carolina schools. Um, it's just absolutely yeah. despise Duke, and Davidson is not different because that's made up of a roster of people from North Carolina for the most part that weren't recruited by Duke. So there's a bit of their chip on their shoulder in that game. They may want to come out and just retire the man that wouldn't bring them to Duke. There is a bit of symbolism in that. I don't think it'll it's happen, all, but... It's also a Seth Curry-Steph Curry uh, family rivalry there. That's true, oh, yeah. yeah. Wait, where did uh, Seth, Wardell go? Uh, Wardell? I have no idea. I think he, he went to Davidson. To I Davidson? Think, I'm pretty sure he went to Davidson. Well, they're, nor- they're a North Carolina family. So, yeah, yeah, he did go to Davidson. So, that, that's a cool one. Mm-hmm. I did get, Seth Curry didn't start at Duke, though. Liberty, I think. Liberty, yeah, he yeah. transferred in because he was. Yeah. A, I think I want to say he's like a walk-on or some sort. Like it was because yeah. he wasn't really sought out. I don't even think Seth Curry was drafted. No, he was. He was. He played. Seth Curry, Seth the dad, went to Virginia. Tech. Oh, Virginia Tech. Yeah, he did not. Go to Seth, oh. Seth, he played really well at Duke. Yeah, he played well at Duke. And yeah. Steph went to Davidson. Obviously, Seth went to Duke. Yeah. Uh, but I guess the next game in that would be <clears throat> probably Duke and Tech. Um, that's yeah. what we have in ours. Uh, I we took Tech in this game, but I think it just depends on. How, I think it really depends on what happens in that uh, thirty-two for Duke. If I they do. Win. I kind of do follow that line of thinking. If they're able to, like maybe, gut out a close win against Davidson, that could, or just in either of the first two games, that could really power them forward. It's kind of not fitting. For them to send Coach K off with a sweet 16 loss to Texas Tech, I can't really think of any any real symbolism in that. But I think it would. I really don't think Duke is the better team. I I go back. I've gone back and forth in this game. My my thing with Duke is it's the same thing with the Zion year. When it's most young teams in tournaments, when do the wheels on the young teams fall off? When do the young players not have a good game at all? And if they like, if they have a good game, I think they have too much talent for Texas Tech. But I think Texas Tech can also force it. So I, I go back and forth on this game. Yeah, I agree. And the, you know, the, it would end up like on ours. We took Gonzaga over Arkansas. That, yeah, that was one, two, three, four. Um, it was pretty chalk once you got to the Elite Eight for us. Um, but we took Texas Tech over Gonzaga in the Elite Eight game. Um, I think that's a pretty common. Uh, you know, I think I think that region was very chalk for a lot of people. Yeah, I think I think a lot of it ended up what happened in the Arkansas. It depended on what happened in the in the pod of UConn, yeah. New Mexico State, Arkansas, Vermont. I think that's really what it ended up as. But it was definitely a top four, top five. <clears throat> so from there, I guess we took Tech. Moving on out of the West region, Nick, what did you take? Um, I think I had for the Elite Eight. Yeah, for who's who's moving on from the Elite Eight in the West? Like who's going to the final? Uh, I, I had Alabama, but I think it's going to be either Bama or Tech over Duke. Yeah, but I think that's a good one. Um, you're never going to get all the ones and twos. You know, everyone knows that. But you know, those threes like Texas Tech mm-hmm. and the two like Duke. The I last think those time are two teams that can make it. When Tech played Maybe. Virginia, I believe they were a three, and they were that three. was they were a very popular three. Um, moving back. To the south or to the east, sorry. Uh, we have Baylor, North Carolina against each other, St. Mary's, UCLA. I bet a lot of people were pretty, I don't know, just chalk with this one as well because Kentucky was the only team that um, was probably the biggest 
that was probably the biggest upset of the tournament mm-hmm. so far. So yeah. easily, easily. So St. Peter's is playing Murray State tomorrow. Uh, Purdue awaits their opponent. Texas and Virginia Tech have just started. Neither team has a point three minutes in. Um, Baylor, Yuck. North Carolina is Saturday, and St. Mary's UCLA is Saturday as well. So from here, uh, we have North Carolina UCLA against Virginia, T- and then Virginia Tech against what would have been Kentucky. Yeah. I I think Baylor is a team that's susceptible for this round of 32 one seed upset. I think with what's I think they're one of two of the most susceptible for it. Um, so I mean Armando Baycott's playing out of his mind. If mm-hmm. North Carolina can even play half as well as they did against Marquette, I like it. UCLA, I think the game against Akron was a close. As what you said with Duke, it's a close. I think that's a close game that propels them. Um, I like Purdue. And then I had Kentucky, but I think Murray State takes it to the elite Sweet 16. Sweet 16, yeah. I mean, yeah, like we picked North Carolina. I really, as I do like Baylor, but I think, I know a lot of people had questions about North Carolina for a lot of the year, but Armando Baycott is just a monster. The only real question I have about UNC, can, they, can their bench even come close to matching Baylor's bench? That's probably a no, but, I mean, UNC is so starter-dependent at this point um, that I do kind of question whether late in the game um, they're going to have the bench to match up with Baylor and keep it close. Yeah, former future Missouri Tiger Caleb Love. And and Brady Manick. And Brady Manick. That Brady Manick thing was never an actual It was a thing in here. In our hearts, yeah. Oklahoma legend Brady Manick. Yeah, That's we don't right. have to talk about him. So at all. from Larry Bird lookalike. <laughs> uh, from the round of thirty-two in the East, just moving into the, just all the way to the Elite Eight. What does yours look like, Nick? Um, I've got UNC getting past Baylor. You know, Baylor had an early round loss the Big Twelve Championship to Oklahoma, which is kind of not a good look for them going into the Elite Eight. So I got UNC, UCLA. Yeah, UNC going past UCLA, but UCLA, I think, is a sneaky good team. They got some tall players. I think that can, starter-wise, that can really do something. And I had Kentucky going, which obviously isn't going to pan out. But Yeah. Well, do you add Virginia Tech and Purdue, right? Um, I have – second. Yes. Yeah, so did you have Virginia Tech upsetting Purdue or did you have Purdue moving on? Virginia Tech upsetting Purdue. Yeah, that's what we had too. I have um, that too. Yeah, I think that was like one of those things. Like we th- we saw the hot team and we expected them to stay hot. Uh, that didn't happen with Iowa. So, um, but that was well. They also team. played a hot team in Richmond. Yeah. So that that was that was one of the games where a lot of people are going both ways on it. Um, but other than that, we moved on to UCLA versus Kentucky in our Elite Eight for the East. So yeah. we had Kentucky moving on. So we lost in the East. And one, I mean, I I had like ten or so brackets, so I'm just kind of picking from one. Yeah. This one, I I had Baylor going to the final four. I mean, not the, the Sweet Sixteen. I had them losing, but a key thing for Baylor, no Jonathan Chamwachachua, so they only have one big man. That's the key thing for the North Carolina game. But I had UCLA Purdue in this one. Yeah, I liked how Nick brought up the UCLA having a lot of solid starters. Like I think they returned, four of the five starters. They returned every player and only added people. 
And but yeah, but exactly. from yeah. the UCLA uh, like starting, ro- they returned. Yeah, so everybody, they all five starters are the same. Yeah, but I think all five were up for an award this year, or four of the five. Pre, like preseason, I think in terms no, of this pre- season, like uh, for the three. NBA. I think it was only three. three? Okay, I thought it was three or four. It was it was Tiger, um, Johnny, and Jaime. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and they were all up for an award. So I thought that was pretty cool. You don't see that much from just one team. We haven't seen that like you know like those Kentucky teams with yeah. the Andrew or the. The cat team, the cat team, the Anthony Davis team. Yeah, yeah. With Kentucky out, I really kind of do like. I think UCLA out of this region. Yeah, I think that bottom part of the East is just an easy path per, for Purdue if they can just beat Virginia Tech. I just, I'm not a big, I'm not a big Purdue, Purdue fan either. I really, some really bad losses. If they, if they have to play Murray State, I think Murray State will win. Murray State's a really good team. I yeah. just, I don't know what they have for the side. Like the, the tough team with Purdue is. We talk about North Carolina's depth, how they don't have any. Mm-hmm. Uh, Purdue and UCLA are right now the two deepest teams in the region just because Baylor has injuries. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it's just, depth does overcome a lot of things. Mm-hmm. Uh, moving on to the Midwest, uh, Kansas beat Texas Southern. I hope everyone shows that one. I think that was the biggest win of the day. Or it might have been Purdue-Yale. That uh, might be the biggest one. Baylor-Norfolk well, State. Those are on Norfolk two State. different days. Well, I mean, just like of the first Baylor Baylor-Norfolk. I think it's Baylor-Norfolk State. Yeah, that might be it. 85-49. Yeah. Um, next one, we had... Six point win, yeah. I know a lot of people were kind of back and forth on San Diego State and Creighton. Yeah. But we ended up taking Creighton in this bracket. Uh, I took San Diego State in most of mine. That yeah. was tough. They lost by three, so that it was another big comeback. Team. Big comeback. Big comeback, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um... Moving on to that second pod, this is the one where it's like could be upsets, could not. Uh, we took Iowa and South Dakota State, the two teams who lost. I just I got Richmond and Providence. See, yeah. that, that's the thing. Like anyone, I just could Providence go either way, zero times. I took. Any of my I really think that Providence, they're not good. I don't think they're going to beat Richmond. Um, the thing about that game, the closer and closer we got. It just it was such like an obvious upset pick San Diego or South Dakota State that I just eventually got sketched out. I didn't change it in any of mine, but I kind of felt like Providence was going to win and of course they did. They all say. Yeah, and, <laughs> um I just think it's it true. I don't know if you guys watched the Providence, Providence South Dakota State game. I did. But South Dakota State sucks. They oh they could gosh. not they, they were gross. They were so reliant awful, on shooting awful shots. Forty seven and a half percent yeah. from three. What'd you say, Nick? They tried their best, man. They have family. <laughs> they, they don't hear us. They're so nice. upsetting. They're athletes, all right? They have to go through so much. Uh, yeah. no, but they, it was just I don't know how Providence didn't beat this team by 20 just watching south dakota well, state providence realistically should have lost yeah it, but just i don't know but just looking at the south dakota state team when they play they just made so many dumb mistakes like they are a very shoot the ball first ask questions I just, they didn't give it to, they didn't give to, to baylor shireman enough yeah. yeah uh next one so nick nick took richmond and providence there uh that might be the most back and forth pod in my yeah. opinion, out of any of these, uh, there's arguments Very for so. one in the in the south. Oh yeah, that's true. Um, but other than that, moving on to the next one, we got LSU and Iowa State. I like um, LSU in that game. Yeah, we took LSU in this one. Uh, big win for Xavier Pinson. We saw Iowa State play Mizzou this year. And I know a lot of people don't believe Iowa State's a very good team. They're not. Yep. And uh, we took Wisconsin over Colgate. Any differences from you guys? In this one, I. Took- I- 
Go ahead, Nick. Sorry, go ahead. No, you're I good. Got, I got Iowa State. Yeah, I'm mean, just taking LSU, you know, losing their coach and stuff. I just kind of went thought that would be a storyline. Wisconsin, of course. In this bracket I'm looking at, I also took Iowa State. If Will Wade was coaching still, I think it would have been the same thing. I would have taken LSU in every single bracket. Uh, I just this one I chose Iowa State and then Wisconsin. Yeah, I, I like the I do like the idea of like LSU not playing well because I I don't have LSU making it to out of the round of 32 on probably any of my brackets. Uh, I just I also believe with, I agree with Peyton. I don't think Iowa State's a very good team. Um, but L, I, LSU they also have Xavier Pinson, former Mizzou Tiger, and for some weird reason he is wearing his Mizzou Tiger jacket because it's his only bubble. It's coat. His only bubble coat to the take tournament. it off. He that, left. That, that's just lame. goodbye. You're still you're still a loser. Xavier. Nil deals can buy you a new bubble coat. Yeah, uh, you clearly get you're on Will Wade's payroll. Yeah. Just buy yourself a new one. I bet a lot of people took Wisconsin here. Um, looking at the next pod, USC and Miami. USC is currently winning forty to thirty. USC was down by like ten and a, like three minutes ago. Yeah, yeah, but they're uh, it's forty to thirty eight at the moment. Uh, Twelve nineteen left in the second, and then Auburn uh, whooped Jacksonville State in the second half. They kept it close for a little bit, but couldn't pull away. Um, I guess just we're running out of time here, but looking at the f- who who goes to the final four from here, we took Wisconsin over Iowa. Uh, Iowa's not going to make it, you know, because they lost. I still think Wisconsin we, yeah. can do that over Kansas. I, I don't trust Auburn at all. I really don't either. With Especially if they have to play on the road, which they do every single game. Uh, the with, year. with who's left, if SC plays the if SC plays their best basketball, I think SC comes out of this, and I don't like that. Yeah. Nick, do you have Wisconsin or? Uh, first off, anything related to USC and Lincoln Riley can uh, lose. <laughs> um, but yeah, in the lead eight, I got Wisconsin Auburn. Yeah. Um, what about? Do so you have Wisconsin moving on to the Final Four? Um, I have. Yes, I do. Okay, good. Because Auburn is a fraud. Um, looking at the North or the South, we'll speed run this one. Uh, Arizona, Wright State. Everybody should have Arizona. Uh, Seton Hall, TCU. We took TCU. Houston, UAB. We took Houston, Illinois, Chattanooga, Illinois. Uh, we did take Colorado State. Uh, they lost to Michigan. Uh, Tennessee over Longwood. We took that one. Uh, we took Loyola Chicago to upset Ohio State. Um, Ohio State won. And then Villanova is, uh, currently, um, they're going to win. Beating, whooping Delaware right now is 76-57 with two minutes left in the second. So any differences out of the south that you guys have or who do you guys see going to the Final Four from here? Arizona. We have, we have Arizona. Uh, Arizona's, I was, Arizona. I was 1A, 1B with them in Kentucky for my top team in the nation. Mm-hmm. Kentucky's gone. Arizona's my top team. Yeah. I, I kind of like the Tennessee thing. I think Tennessee's a pretty complete team, especially in their uh, starting like they're starting five. Well, like, I, I, it's like they're starting seven, eight, because you got two. Ba- you got Fulkerson and then another big man off the bench, and then uh, Zikai Ziegler. Yeah, it's just it's a big team too. They've got some length. Um, I do like Tennessee going to the Elite Eight. We have them in the Elite Eight, but I don't think they upset Arizona. Yeah, I have them losing. I had them losing to Colorado State in this one, but yeah. So that's not the case in most. I'm sure our final four was Tech. Uh, over Kentucky and then Arizona over Wisconsin. We had Arizona winning it all, 84-71. to uh, That's still possible, just the Kentucky part's not. Yeah, the not. Kentucky part won. Uh, now what, I'd take Tech yeah. against them. What final fours, what's your final four in your best bracket? My bet, well, I had, go ahead. I had UConn, North Carolina, and Arizona, Kansas. Yeah. I, I, yeah, who'd you have winning those games? 
Um, yeah, the UConn Arizona the final Arizona winning. Do you want my best bracket or the one that has all the Final Four teams I've possibly said? Your best one. Okay. My best bracket had Gonzaga, Purdue, Houston, Iowa. It had Houston and Gonzaga and then Houston winning. I think the only reason we didn't see UConn make it this far is that the Final Four is in New Orleans and not Houston. Yeah. Because I think the last two times UConn made it to the Final Four, they were both in Houston. Houston merchants. Yeah. Oh, no, they they didn't go in 2016. Uh, Nick and I were actually at the... Final Four in 2016. Really? Yeah, the, bo- the two teams we were rooting for lost. <laughs> was that the uh, Oklahoma and uh, Syracuse? Yep. yep. Yeah. Where Syracuse, Ooh. or no, Oklahoma suffered like a historic. Yeah, Villanova went out and said. Yeah. Yeah. The worst Final Four loss ever. Was yeah. that, that was Buddy Heald's team, right? Yeah. Yep. Yeah. And then, I, got, I, don't, I don't remember who was on that Syracuse team. That was a big name. Maybe Tyler Trevor Ennis. Cooney. Oh my gosh! Oh no! Was this uh, was this uh, Chris, Christmas? No, 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 no. That was like five years before. Um, Mal- oh, Malachi, Malachi Richardson. Richardson. That's, yeah. what was, that's what I was thinking of. Yeah, uh, I remember uh, Trevor Cooney because Clooney, right? Yeah, yeah. He um, he was on the team for like five years. Uh, I think he used his a, fifth year. There was a Duke transfer to Syracuse. Gabinja. Oh like yeah, um, he was a guard. I forgot. I, I don't yeah. know. He had an interesting last name. Uh, Twenty sixteen. Syracuse, Orange. Uh, that was the year that there was the back-to-back, like uh, clutch shots to end the yeah. season. Yeah, yeah. Marcus Page, yeah. Marcus Page, and then uh, yeah, I forget, Chris Jenkins. Chris Jenkins, yeah. Uh, BJ, Josh Hart. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Um, let's see this. Yeah, Michael Benajay. I think yeah. I remember him. Yeah, he was a good. He was a good player. He plays for Oklahoma City in their G League right now. So. Um, well, that's going to do it for us. Uh, Nick, thanks again for joining us for another year of Bracketology. Uh, we'll probably have yeah. you back next year, maybe for some NFL picks in the fall as well. So thank you for joining us. Um, any last words from everybody? There's a lot of talk in this country about left wing and right wing. But you know what, everyone? Birds need two wings to fly. Uh, Luke, any last words? I am West Coast Knowlton. Tyler Hero is the GOAT. Any shout-outs, Nick? Uh, shout out to my favorite aunt. She's listening. We'll figure out which one that is. Yeah, there's two listening right now, so we'll let them. They can decide. Let them decide. Um, oh. Shout out, they Kirk. Me on, guys. Your brother. Uh, he tore his ACL. He's now. Yeah, so he's he'll be back on the soccer field in a year, probably. Right, Nick. Yeah, the Dalheims are down right now. But yeah, they're down. We'll, we'll get back. Yeah, so uh, that was you know, thank you, Nick, for joining us. It's three fifty-seven local time. Uh, next week we'll be uh, back on before spring break. Uh, no, Jack Nolden, but uh, Luke will probably not be here as well. So it'll be Peyton and I and somebody else. So we'll see you guys then.